amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. As I live my life, these days I sit in my garden, soft refrains on a steel guitar, beautiful rhythms on a trade wind, blowing into a Florida farm. As growing parts of Europe, Asia, and the Middle East see spiking infections from the COVID-19 coronavirus, more public events are being canceled, schools and shops closed, air routes halted, and border controls tightened. U.S. attention focusing now on a patient in Sacramento who could be the first one with no known link to the virus, as Dan Simon reports. The person who is infected had not traveled to a foreign country where the virus has been spreading, had also not been around anybody with the virus. So the question is, does this mean that the virus is going to start spreading quickly in Northern California. That much we do not know. 83-year-old Pope Francis is sick and skipped a planned mass today, staying at the Vatican Hotel where he lives. No word from the Vatican on the nature of the illness, but the Pope was seen coughing yesterday. Stocks fell in Europe and Asia today, with pre-market trading here showing futures down 1% across the boards, ahead of the opening bell on Wall Street, led by the Dow down 1.1%. I'm Michael Toscano. You're listening to the Inland Talk Express, 1050 AM and 106.5 FM, KCAA Loma Linda. Come ride the little train that is rolling down the tracks to the junction. You're on board the Classic Country Express, KCAA Loma Linda. Power Country. KCAA Overnight.
life's calling when you spoke my name from that moment on the reason I was born became so very plain now my heart and soul what an is to bring you happiness Loving you is what I do the best Some may live to change the world And that's alright with me off to those chosen few who rewrite history just to make you smile that is how What I C-A-A Morning, good morning. I'm Aaron Breaker. And I'm Tobin Breaker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050 FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So absolutely thrilled to have you with us this morning. It is a beautiful morning, still going to be a hot day. I keep hearing rumors that there's colder weather coming. But so the, my weather app suggests that it'll be cooler and rainy on Sunday. 
and then it gets hot again. <laughs> now, I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of hoping and praying that the eighth of March will be a cool day. Yeah, I bet you are. Because I'm running the LA Marathon on the eighth of March, and I don't want to run in the heat. <laughs> no. I'm sh- no, you've run. I think you've run when it's like 90. I remember yeah. one year it was super hot. So I think it was my second year doing it. So like six, six, seven years ago. And um, it was one of the hottest marathons ever. And, you know, when it's 80 or 90 degrees out, that heat as it's bouncing back off the, off the, off the asphalt, I mean, you feel like you're running 100 degrees. I mean, it's a sweat house out there. I mean, you're, you're just dying. And the LA Marathon that year ran out of, of water and Gatorade. They didn't plan well. And so that was that was misery. I mean, you're out there and you can't get re- relief. Yeah. People, did anybody die? Nobody died. Nobody and they're died. lucky. And the next year they had another heat wave, but that year they were so overprepared. Like they had way more than enough stuff, which was cool. But, you know, it's hard. When you're running in the heat, that's hard. Well, but you're paying that much to go run. They yeah. better have stuff for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the weather, but I would like it to stay cool a little bit longer. <laughs> Everyone say a prayer for me right now. <laughs> I'm not enjoying, well, it's, no, I'm not enjoying the weather. I want a cooler, I don't necessarily want it, you know, being a torrential downpour, but I, yeah. I, you know, I do want, I do want something like a winter because our summers are brutal. I would like some more rain. I, I, I'm a little concerned that we haven't had the normal sort of rain that we get in January, February, you know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm concerned about that. I know the year before we had a really good rainfall and snowfall oh, yeah. year. yeah, that was like way, way more than normal. But I would like. A little more rain. I don't want to go back to the drought stuff where we didn't have the rain. Give me some, get a little bit of rain's good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> city of San Bernardino, this news keeps coming out. Um, uh, a third former San Bernardino employee accuses the mayor of creating a hostile workplace. What's the mayor's name, Aaron? John Valdivia. Yeah. Yeah. So, San Bernardino is in deep. Uh, their mayor, and, and apparently there's more women waiting. Um, the lawyer, the lawyer who is uh, representing these women, said he's now got like six or so that have come forward, and so he's working on it. He's working on it. But uh, the, they've the third one has now stepped forward and given an interview, and I guess they're going to have a full press conference um, today. <laughs> yeah. So the third one, her name is Jackie Abood. Um, she is a former legislative field representative, which the, the, the field reps are out there representing yeah. um, an elected official at events because nobody can be in two places or five places at once. Yeah. A lot of times there's multiple things going on and, you know, and, and the mayor, let's be honest, he still has a family life, you know, and so you, you have these other folks who go out and right. do some of that for you. Right. To carry the load. And that's, yeah. that's pretty normal for any elected official. Yes. Um, so, uh, so they, she, she was hired straight out of um, college, right? It was her first job. Um, and she was, she told them, he told him apparently that, that she's never done this work before. She will need some guidance and feedback and training. And he hired her anyway, and then expected her to read his mind is essentially what she's alleging. Yes. Um, uh, so that, that, you know, she would get, she was getting mixed messages, mixed signals all the time. Um, and so she, she never knew uh, what she was doing. You know, it, when, you, when you walk on eggshells to the point where you do what you're told and then you're reprimanded for it because now he wants something else done. But he didn't tell you that. And so now you're getting reprimanded all the time and you never quite know what you're supposed to do. He, and, and that's essentially the environment that she, that yeah. she says Here, she was here's in. Here's the key quote, I think. She says, we were all walking on, on eggshells around him. We were all constantly scared and terrified of what he was going to do next, what kind of mood that he was going to be in. 
terrified. That's like, that's like living with an alcoholic. Yeah, terrified. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's and, and and you see the picture. She's twenty six. She's a young lady. Um, I can't imagine being in that kind of working environment. No, and she was eventually let go with uh, without being told what she did. Um, and so she's like, you know, I I was in a no win situation is essentially her point, um, and that's all of their points, right? I mean, they're just it was just hell working there. Yeah, from their opinion. Yeah, and she goes on and says that he only cared about serving him personally, and he made that very clear. So it wasn't about serving the city of San Bernardino. That wasn't really what he hired them for. He wanted them to take care of him. And, um, and, and you know, she didn't, she didn't get a job as a personal assistant. She got, her, got a job as a field representative on the city's dime. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you know, this is, this is an unfolding story. Um, it's a sad story. A lot of people have come forward and, and have started asking for the mayor to resign. Um, uh, I'm hearing rumors you're going to see... Uh, uh, pressure for him to step down from other positions that he holds because he he represents the city on numerous boards and commissions and and uh, well he's kind of radioactive at the moment he is and I can see people coming to those uh, other places and protesting him there as well and you know <laughs> demanding other elected officials to do the right thing and 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 you know force him to give up his leadership positions in those other organizations um, until this is resolved. Do you yeah. know, he's calling this false and politically driven, and, but none of these women are running for office. No. And they're not, they're not working for political campaigns. No. They're just three women who used to work for him. Yeah, exactly. And I saw a TV interview from another woman um, who was a commissioner, a city commissioner that uh, Valdivia appointed, and she gave an interview and talked about how, how uh, she felt that uh, uh, he put his hands on her inappropriately um, and made her feel uncomfortable. And so you're seeing other people, other women in other contexts coming out. And she says, you know, I didn't work for the city, but, you know, I've I've now had to step back because I felt like he was pressuring me, you know, for stuff. And so there's going to be a lot more, I think. This is not, this thing does not seem to be going away quietly. Well, I remember the first time I met John Valdivia. I was working at, uh, I was, uh, you had appointed me to the um, uh, San Bernardino, City of San Bernardino's Bicentennial Committee. And, um, which essentially we're just planning parties and events to celebrate the Bicentennial of the city. And he showed up at a meeting. I didn't know who he was, but he mad dogged me, like stared at me with this, with daggers in his eyes. Um, for like a good chunk of the meeting and it made me uncomfortable, but I didn't say anything because I didn't know who he was. And when he left, um, I asked Rabbi Cohn, who was the, um, the chair of the committee, I said, who was that? And he said, Oh, that was John Valdivia. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And at that point we knew he was running against you. Um, and that was my only personal, you know, um, he he got appointed to that at the very end of that process so that he could have that on his resume so he could sort of say he had done something for the city when he was running. But he didn't do anything. No, he I just know. sat there. I know. I know. But we saw, we've seen the same thing happen. Um, uh, several of the current council people got appointed to various commissions right before they ran so that they could say, oh, I'm a commissioner. Right. You know. Right. That's um, true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I just... Uh, yeah, I didn't not, it, it was one of those, his, the, the energy that he put off was so negative, like just dark and negative, yeah. um, that, uh, yeah, I didn't want to be around him. So several people online, there seems to be a little bit of a debate going on about, you know, people sort of should allow this to be handled through whatever legal processes there are, and we shouldn't sort of be prejudging or, or <laughs> using, using uh, declaring someone guilty via sort of social media, you know? Right. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. That, that, and, um, that ship sailed a long time ago. Yeah. I, I mean, that's honestly, the port of public opinion has always existed. It has. And, of course, it's amplified because now we have easier ways to communicate, uh, you know, via the Internet and whatnot. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting, though, because it, it seems like those folks are, are literally just sort of, this is the only sort of leg they have to stand on is that he's, you know, we legally should think of him as being innocent until some, ju- some court somewhere finds him guilty. But uh, unfortunately for Mr. Valdivia, a lot of people have had personal experiences with him that have been less than um, optimal, <laughs> to be polite. Yes. And, and that colors the way they view these allegations, you know, uh, when this person has been consistently rude and obnoxious and treated people poorly in front of you or treated you poorly, you go, okay, <laughs> I think these women are telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, there, there, I remember when Cosby was accused of, of, of uh, rape and it started getting yeah. some traction. And I remember thinking, oh my God, no, yeah. it, that can't be true. Oh my God. And it turned out to be true, but I was devastated. Like, cause he was, you know, uh, America's, America's dad, dad yeah. you know, I mean, cause I was an eighties kid. He, America's dad. Yeah, and so much of his humor and his comedy had been around the idea of family. And so how could someone who put so much emphasis on family and relationships in that way be so despicable? Now, if on the flip side, when these allegations started coming out about the mayor, I went, oh, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not and, the same reaction. And, and here's the thing, too, you know, um, and we're living in the hashtag Me Too era, but when you see more than one, two, three, four, and the numbers begin to build of people coming forward, there's a certain point, and I don't know where it is for each, each person's case, but there's a certain point where their credibility is absolutely rock solid because there's so many people basically telling the same story. Right. You know? Um, and, uh, you know, if it's just one person, then you really do get the he said, she said. But when it's, you know, five people to one, ten people to one, you know, no, it's not a he said, she said anymore. No. You know, no, and they're, and again, none of them are running for office. Yeah. They're just people who used to work for him. Yeah, and to say that that you know it's politically motivated, really, because you might be able to to if there was somebody who was planning a run up against him, maybe you could maybe you could flip one person who had been let go and was being dis, was disgruntled. But so, that's not what's happened here. But but here's here's how they'll they'll try to spin it to say that it's political. Is they'll say, have you seen some of the mailers now that are trying to tie these these allegations to Valdivia and then to the people that Valdivia is supporting in the current election and blah, 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 blah. But the women aren't the ones who are doing that. It's, those are the, the other candidates that are seeing this as a weakness that they can exploit in running against Valdivia's Tobin, and Valdivia people. would have done it. I know he would have. He made stuff up against you. Oh, oh the, the campaign mailers they did against me were horrendous. And they were all lies. Yeah, absolutely false. And so, you know, whatever. I, yeah. Boo-hoo. You know, yeah. that's, that's how the game is played. Yeah. Sucks to be you. Right. <laughs> so with that, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. <laughs> and I'm Tobin Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. Get ready for a brand new show on KCAA. It's Zero Point Health right here on KCAA, 
The Legacy, 1050 AM, Talk 102.3 and Express 106.5 FM. It's time to shop in the cool, relaxed comfort of the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands, conveniently located on the I-10 freeway between the Alabama and Tennessee exits. Bring the kids too and watch them play in the only indoor fun center. High Five Indoor Playground, where parents are welcomed on the playground. Birthday celebrations are encouraged, so make plans for some great fun at the mall. More reasons why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA, DNA did, did right, right by, by me. me. It's time to say see you later alligator to embarrassing and troublesome issues with your skin, nails, and hair with all-natural Cayman alligator oil. Cayman oil is locally made right in Louisiana, where people have been using alligator oil for centuries to treat all kinds of ailments. A drop a day of Cayman oil can help you say see you later alligator to athlete's foot, nail fungus, acne, eczema, rashes, dry skin, cuts, infections, MRSA, scars, burns, sunburns, and even ingrown hair and dandruff. If you or someone you know is tired of suffering with any of these skin, nail, and hair troubles, you need to visit mycayman.com to learn more about 100% natural, non-toxic, hypoallergenic cayman oil and get a bottle today. Say see you later alligator with cayman alligator oil at mycayman.com. That's my C-A-I-M-O-N dot com. MyCayman dot com. Men, it's time to stay sharp. Now or anytime is the time to stay sharp. Have a holiday or a special event coming up. Maybe you just want to look good for that special someone. If staying sharp is important to you, then look good with the all-new Stay Sharp Barber Shop in Redlands. Get a precision blade cut or barber trim from the master barbers at Stay Sharp. It's clean, convenient, and cool. Watch sports on one of the many big screen TVs. Kick back with an adult beverage and a warm towel afterwards. Tapers, crop tops, gentlemen's cuts, Bohawks, skin fades, comb-overs, hot towel shaves, and hair design. Gentlemen, treat yourself to the special service at Stay Sharp. Walk-ins are welcome. Stay Sharp Barbershop at the Tri-City Center, just off Interstate 10 and the 215 between Alabama and Tennessee on the south side of the freeway. Call 909-272-2931. That's 909-272-2931 and stay sharp. Ladies and guys too, you work hard and once in a while you have to take care of yourself. When it's time to pamper yourself, to take care of yourself, your next stop should be Next Gen Nails and Spa in Redlands in the Tri-City Center. It's very special. Relax. Enjoy this special luxurious treatment that you deserve and leave your stress behind with the best beauty care and a royal spa pedicure that includes a warm water soak, trim, sea salt scrub, paraffin therapy, and a luxurious hot lotion massage. You deserve it and you deserve it today. Look good, feel good at Next Gen Nail and Spa in Redlands because you're worth it. And for a quick session, join Next Gen on Wednesdays for their $10 off spa treatments happy hour from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. The salon is always squeaky clean and waiting. 
So for the best beauty care and to treat yourself, it's Next Gen Nails and Spa at 1470 Industrial Park Avenue in Redlands or Google Next Gen Nails and Spa in Redlands. Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California, we are KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050 FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So have you heard about these swarming locusts? No. We've talked about it on the show, but I think it was a Todd day and not a Tobin day. So East Africa has has, and um, up into um, South Asia, um, they have been overrun with locusts, like millions of locusts. Um, And it's a real problem. Um, And China has a solution. Oh, yeah? They're going to deploy 100,000 ducks to Pakistan to, uh, because ducks apparently can eat like huge amounts, like hundreds. They can eat more than 200 locusts a day. So what China's going to do, China eat, (laughs) the Chinese eat ducks pretty regularly. Chinese duck is really good. Although I'm a vegan now. Um, uh, the, um, uh, uh, they're, they're going to fatten up these ducks and probably ship them back to China to eat. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I actually think that's an interesting idea. It, it's a natural solution, Aaron. It is a natural solution. No pesticides involved. Just yeah. very cute ducks. Now, of course, with the uh, coronavirus going on, we're going to find out that it's spread by ducks. <laughs> and it's really just a way to transport the disease to some of your, the people that you don't like. Here we go. So there's a picture in this article, which is from the BBC, um, of, of these poor East Africans trying to make noise to get rid of the, the locusts in East Africa. So they've been using drums and other percussive instruments to wow. try to scare them. And they're, they're literally being swarmed. So imagine yourself standing in the middle of a locust swarm yeah. trying to defend your crops. I mean, this is you know, what they're going to eat next year. Yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen pictures of locust swarms, and it's ridiculous. It, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and you can't. They, they block out the sun. You can't see anything. So I, you know, the 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 world, um, the the United Nations, and all of all of the world's uh, countries need to be setting up um, emergency supplies for East Africa and for the South Asian countries that are affected because they are going to lose all of their crops from these locusts. Yeah, and their people will starve. Yeah, and that's not okay. It's not okay, and uh, hopefully the. You know the world will help them out, right? I mean, yeah, I, get them some food. Yes. So, so, and you know, because there's nothing you can do. I mean, you, you're being you're being swarmed by millions of locusts. There's there's literally nothing you can do. Um, you know, because you're not going to spray pesticide all over everything. It will kill everything. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. And I don't even know that the the pesticides uh, work that much with the locusts. Like, and I'm sure they do have stuff, but I think it's the, like the really toxic stuff so a locust is an even uglier nastier bigger grasshopper they're like big brown grasshoppers is what they look like yeah and they fly and i wouldn't even want to go outside you know and these poor people are are um uh doing their best to keep them off their crops do you remember like a year ago there was a swarm of them that hit vegas oh that actually was grasshoppers i think it was grasshoppers yes and it was vegas and, yeah but they they showed like they that sliding doors wouldn't even close because they had like there were so many of them that had gotten lodged in the, oh, the doorway oh, area. Oh, 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 
that's so gross. People were walking on me. You could hear the crunch. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> God. Just that sound. Ooh. Ooh. It, it's it's uh, absolutely biblical, isn't it? Right. Ooh. Okay. So, <laughs> so Nusa, yeah, now that we've grossed you out, um, maybe we need to deploy some ducks to East Africa. Yeah. You know, um, we'll see which, let's see how it works for China. Uh, everybody's got the willies now and it's kind of. Right. It's like, <laughs> do, we have, do we have enough ducks here to protect us here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's like, a, here's a story that I think is awesome. And, uh, you know, we can all kind of relate to this. Uh, there's a study that was done in Germany and apparently if you drive a, a pricey car um these studies don't think much of you <laughs> what kind of person uh buys an expensive car the answers are unambiguous okay you ready for this uh-huh. self-centered men who are argumentative stubborn disagreeable and unempathetic are much more likely to own a high status car such as an audi bmw or mercedes that's straight from the press release regarding one of the two recent studies that find per cnn drivers of expensive cars are the worst <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this is a real article, not an Onion article? It might be. I don't know. Yes, it's a real article. The other study found that these dri- driving pricey vehicles were less likely to stop for pedestrians trying to cross the road. And for every additional $1,000 of vehicle worth, the driver was 3% likely to do so. Uh, researchers filmed volunteers crossing a road hundreds of times to come up with their results. They theorized drivers of flashy cars are less able to empathize with pedestrians, perhaps feeling a sense of superiority uh, over other road users uh, actually and it wasn't done in germany it was done in finland uh, I'm, I'm wondering how much insurance you had to take out on those poor people who had to walk in front of the car i know right <laughs> now i think that they set up <laughs> it was like a major intersection and they they set up um the uh, the 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 camera and they just kind of watched behavior they okay. filmed behavior then somebody had to go through all that footage yeah but i'm like i'm like oh my god you know <laughs> I got hit by a car ten times today because they forced me. I pay, I signed up for this thing. It's their it's their prisoners that are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, don't say that out loud. Donald Trump be like, that's a great idea. That's like no, no, no. It is not. No, it is not. So experimenting on prisoners, Aaron. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. Walking in front of cars. I you know the things that that the things that they're studying though. I mean, it's funny. But I'm like, really? Someone thought that was something they should study? Well, I'm sure they're studying high status behaviors, like yeah. people who are very status conscious. Um, you know, kind of what what their um, what are, what are the other behaviors that that you know, if you people who are status conscious see the world in a vertical um, in a vertical way. So so you know, in a hierarchy, um, and and that makes sense that they would be less empathetic because you know I'm one of the good ones and you're one of the bad ones, yeah. right? I mean, there are people like that. We all know them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were talking about one earlier. We were. <laughs> we were. Got a little status, went to his head. Started picking on the girls. Hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that just made me laugh. I mean, you know, especially it, it's tr- if you look in, if you pay attention to the driving habits in any like metropolitan area, there's two groups of people who think the rules don't apply to them. The very poor and the very rich. Yeah. And so you go into a poor neighborhood and people jaywalk, they, you know, ride their bike against traffic. They, you know, they, whatever they want. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What I do, and we're talking about traffic patterns. If you go into a very wealthy neighborhood, they don't follow the rules either. Yeah. It's the schlubs in the middle, <laughs> the rest of us that do. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yes, I call the schlubs. You called me a schlub. <laughs> so with that, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292 FQ Riverside, and K293 CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio, I'm Phil Hewlett. As President Trump sought to reassure the nation that the coronavirus is under control in the U.S., officials confirmed Wednesday a first-of-its-kind case near Sacramento, California. NBC's Tom Costello has details. The CDC is confirming a person has contracted the coronavirus, but that patient never traveled outside of the country or came into contact with another person who was known to be infected. The implication is the virus is being spread locally. This comes as some 8,000 people in California are currently being monitored for the coronavirus. Now that Vice President Pence is in charge of the nation's response to coronavirus, social media is re-examining how he handled an HIV outbreak when he was governor of Indiana. When more than 200 people in one county were infected in 2015, the idea was presented for a needle exchange. Then Governor Pence responded by saying he was going to go home and pray on it. The exchange was eventually established two months after the outbreak. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden is predicting he will win the South Carolina primary. The latest poll gives Biden a slim lead in South Carolina, followed closely by Bernie Sanders and Tom Steyer. Biden talked to NBC's Today show about why he thinks Sanders cannot pull off a win in the general election. I talked to all the people who are in those states that we have to win. Find me someone running for the Senate in North Carolina wants him to campaign for him. Find somebody in Texas wants him to campaign for him. As for his chances of securing his first primary victory this weekend in the Palmetto State, the former vice president has said, one point is enough, but I think I'm going to win by a lot more than that. Molson Coors says the gunman who killed five employees at its Milwaukee brewery Wednesday before apparently killing himself was an active brewery employee. Milwaukee police had said the gunman had been fired earlier in the day before returning with a stolen employee name tag. More than 1,000 employees work at the brewery campus. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. It's 
time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Erin Brinker. In Escondido on the 15 southbound between the 215 and Gopher Canyon Road, there's some stop and go traffic. In Corona on the 91 westbound before the 71, a car is on its side along the right shoulder. Slow traffic is backed up from McKinley Street. The 71 south is also slow from Euclid down to the 91. In Fontana on the 10 westbound before Sierra Avenue, a hit and run is now along the right shoulder, but definitely still some residual slowing. This has been your traffic report. I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, we have a wind advisor in effect until noon for canyons and passes. For this morning, a clear sky, sunny today, high 84. Partly cloudy tonight, low 52. Sunny Friday, high again, 84. Saturday, mostly sunny, not as warm, high 76. Stray shower Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California, KCAA. 102.3 FM Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and The Legacy, 1050 AM, Loma Linda, San Bernardino. This Snow Country Ski Report is presented by Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Wide open trails, beautiful views, it's time to make your plans. Here's Andy out at Bear Valley, our Pepsi Resort of the Week. Maybe it's long runs down into the Grizzly Bowl or some easy cruising on the upper mountain. No matter what you like, you'll find it at Bear Valley, including Bear West, where you can turn laps off the Polar Express chair to some of the steeps like Blue Jay Way or Spygate or the freshly groomed long intermediate Westworld. All at Bear Valley, our Pepsi Resort of the Week. Thank you, Andy. Now, machine-grown pack powder on tap today for Mountain High as well as Bear Mountain. June Mountain over 30 trails and two feet on the ground. Mammoth skiing it all. Freestylers head right into the unbound terrain parks at Mammoth. Bear Valley, all 75 trails open. And Sugar Bowl skiing 100 runs, machine-groomed slopes. More at SnowCountry.com. I'm Jan Elliott on the trifecta of talk. 10.50 a.m., 106.5 f.m. and now 102.3 f.m. The station that leave no listener behind. The Fullman Firm, affordable debt relief attorneys, helping you end your debt and find financial freedom. If you've been sued for an unpaid debt of $10,000 or more, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Calls to the creditors and letters won't help. Don't let debt collectors get a judgment behind your back. Don't let debt collectors take your hard-earned money. To stop judgments, wage garnishments, or bank levies, call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com today for your free legal consultation. Don't play the debt collector's game alone. Hire a winning team. The Fullman Firm saved their clients millions of dollars in 2019. Some lawyers require large upfront payments. The Fullman Firm's payment plans make attorney representation affordable for you. Preceding is not intended as a guarantee or estimate of the outcome of your case. Every case is unique and past results are not indicators of the success of your case. Take control of your financial future and call 833-FULLMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com now. We can't be everything to everyone, or can we? The station that leaves no listener behind, KCAA.
Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, and FM 102.3. So I just found this article, Tobin, and I and I'm not I didn't send it to you, but it's just so annoying to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, so a uh, Disney, um, apparently there's a lawsuit that's been filed that Disney makes disabled guests wait too long for rides. Um, it's Disneyland and uh-huh. Disney World. Everybody waits too long for rides. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sorry that you're disabled, but everybody waits too long for rides. And, you know, I've seen how they do it at Disneyland. They usually have right up near the front, they'll have like a special disabled sort of cut the line thing. Yes. And so they don't have to wait as long as everybody else. Um, but they, they're still saying it's too long? Well, what they've done is they used to have this what your program that you're talking about, this guest assistance card uh-huh. that gave um, visitors with disabilities and their family members, um, they were allowed to go directly into uh, on the rides yeah. um, and, and skip the lines altogether. Well, people are like, hey... You know, give them a fast pass and let them come back. And maybe, yeah. maybe the disabled people they um, they get unlimited fast passes. But you know, all of us have to wait in line. It's Disneyland for crying out loud! Right, right. So I'm going to talk for a second here because we have a, our guest coming on here in just a second, um, uh, Doctor Huber. So Aaron's going to get the phone. Um, I found a story too that I thought was interesting, and we'll have to come back and talk to it after uh, Doctor Huber's on. But um, it's about a girl who. Uh, won the state championship for wrestling. And we've been talking a lot about uh, gendered sports and how that works. Um, but this was a girl competing against boys, and she won the, her, the state championship for her weight division, which I think was the 106-pound yeah, weight class. And uh, I think it's worth um, talking about to see how that happened. And, and uh, you know, she's kind of a unique and special athlete, and I think it's always important to recognize people like that. So... Um, Aaron, are we about ready? We are. So I'm super excited to welcome back to the show Dr. John Huber. He is the founder and executive director of Mainstream Mental Health, which seeks to bring issues of mental health into the mainstream, so out of the shadows. He joins us a couple times a month to um, talk about... Um, all things mental health in pop culture, in in just in our personal lives, in just all together. Dr. Huber, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Uh, Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> Today it's Tobin. Yes. <laughs> Today it's Tobin. Okay. Okay. The but crazy a, one. The, so, so I need your help more than any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay that I call myself crazy? Yes, please do. <laughs> Says your oh, wife. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I run this program for parents um, uh, that, um, uh, that I it's for parents of children ages zero to five, and one right. of our one of our families that was um, that one of our really active super moms unexpectedly lost her husband. Now she's got f- four children, the oldest oldest of which is seven years old, and so she's trying to um, uh, you know piece her life back together, you know, try to have create a new normal for her kids while she's trying to grieve, and uh, and it and it it re- made me think that we're not. We're, we we expect people to pick themselves up and keep going and be strong, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But grieving is very real, and everybody does it. And you know, we don't talk about grief enough. I think. I, I think you're right, and everybody grieves in their own way and in their own own style. And there's no set rule. I know we had you know Kubler Ross came out with these steps of grief and acceptance and blah blah blah. The, the thing is, people do it at their own 
basically need, you know, whatever their need is at the moment. So the kids may go along perfectly fine, and then one day they're not, yep. you know, <laughs> and they don't understand why. So what what's important for parents to, to know is don't set expectations for your children because then it's going to create more issues like anxiety and why am I not upset? Well, it, it, they may not be upset because they may not have, learn to deal with that yet, and their, their psyche, their, their brain is not letting them go there yet. So don't be upset. Don't think that things have to be a very specific way because they don't have to be. Everybody does it in their own process. For example, uh, I, I have a patient who passed away, and it was like a burden had been lifted off of his wife the minute he passed away, and everybody in the family was upset. Why isn't she crying? All that because she'd known he was dying for the last year and a half, and he'd gone through that with him. Ah, yeah. Okay? And they had grieved together, and and she's happy because his pain and suffering is over now. And the family was coming to me freaking out because... She, she's not getting the reality of this. And I'm like, I think she gets it better than you guys do. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like her process was pretty healthy. Absolutely. And when I was able to sit down and explain that to them, then the kids started, you know, kids, they were in their 60s, started going, oh, so what you're saying is we should have probably been visiting Dad more and gone through that. And I'm like, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so, you know, I, I, we tend to, especially, you know, on the issue, you know, people grieve when they have miscarriages or a child passes away or, you know, parents, loved ones, siblings, uh, friends. Um, um, but we, our expectations about, you know, how long that should take or, um, you know, what their behavior should be, we're kind of hard on each other, you know. Well, I was going to say, you know, anniversaries can be tough too, right? Yeah. Like when the anniversary, like a birthday or the day when they passed and. Those kinds of things. So you might think you're over it, and then that day comes again around, and boom, you're right back in it. Yep. Exactly. And that, going back to the kids, there may be some moment in their life that you never even thought of. Maybe the day before their first day at school, and all of a sudden, you know, school's coming up, and your kid kind of freaks out, and you think, oh, it's all because school's starting. And it may be because they're actually missing dad, and there's something there that, that, you know. so, So always just... Take things as they are. Try not to be judgmental, and help them step through. Is there something you want to talk about? You know, can hey, how about if we do X, Y, and Z today? Let's go and kind of do a dry run, and we'll get up and we'll drive down like you're going to go to school, and then we can talk about things. And you may be surprised what your child starts telling you about. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So, and you know, it just putting them in the position where. They start because they're they're not going to recognize. So often you don't even as adults you have to step back and say why am I behaving this way? Why am I feeling right. this way? And a kid has really no capacity to do that. Absolutely, their brains are not developmentally tuned at that point. I mean, we don't even think they're fully developed until they're mid to late twenties. So you know, <laughs> you know that at six or eight or ten years of age, they don't get it. And they, they feel uncomfortable. They don't like feeling the way they feel. And so a lot of times, actually, kids act out because I feel bad, so maybe I should be doing something. And they get that adrenaline rush from being a bad kid. All of a sudden, they kind of feel good for a minute, and they don't get it. Yeah. So what can friends and family do, uh, family members do to support people who are going through the grieving process? Well, be there for them, but don't push it on them. 
you know, be present. Then maybe they just want you at the house. Don't follow them around room to room, you know. Hey, you want to talk? I'm out here. I'm going to watch some TV or I'm going to get a glass of co- a coffee or, you know, I'm going to I'm going to make a sandwich. I'm going to chill out here. You want me to make you one? Just be there. Be present. And when they come up to you, turn your phone off right in front of them. Let them see you turn that phone off because all of a sudden they're like, oh, they really are here for me. Ah, that's a big thing. That's a big yeah. thing. It's not like, oh, they're here for me till the first page, <laughs> you know, the first set. And then, <laughs> no, you're showing right there. I'm turning this thing off. I'm here for you. You want to play cards? You want to get out Monopoly? Whatever. Let's, you know, because a lot of kids play. That's, that's how they process and deal. That's so. true. That's very true. Um, and so... Uh, one of the other things that we've talked about in our group, because this mom has been has been open about some of the things that her family has gone through, is is preparing for the worst to happen. And um, she she and her family had prepared, and I mean, buy life insurance, make sure that your will is in, in place, all of that. Um, you know, as family members, how do you have those conversations before someone passes away? Um, because people say, oh, that's morbid. It's really not. Well, you know, especially if you're dealing with your own mortality, you know, as we as we get older, it should be something that we talk about. Hey, you know, when I'm gone, blah 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 blah. You know, don't don't do the that. Well, I'm gone. I want you to have this picture of me and, and your uncle or whatever. I want you to have this. Don't don't do that. If you want somebody to have something, give it to them while you're alive, because you don't know how. Again, the, your sibling, your children are going to grieve. Your cousins are going to grieve. And all of a sudden, they may take it out in anger against their siblings. No, I want that picture. I don't care what she said. It's not in writing anywhere. So if there's things you want to give, give them away. But don't, you know, don't give them away because that's one of the red flags for suicide. You know, you start giving away important things to you. You, (laughs) Right. So maybe the way to give it away is to talk to them about it. Is that something that you would like? You know, I'd really like to have have it be with somebody who who really cares about about that relationship and yada 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 you know don't just start here take this take, and do everything in a week That's right because then that really out. will freak everybody out yeah oh, absolutely <laughs> so so there's a way to do it but you really want to gift you really want to do it and you want them to know personally that that's what you want to have happen not just kind of mention it and passing and then you know and then everybody's fighting well i thought she said that to me well the reality of it is, too, we get a little older, we forget who we told what we wanted to do things with. So, Well, it's always a delight and a treat to have you on the show. Let people know how they can find and follow you on the web and on social media. Well, the easiest way to do all of that is just go to my website, and the easiest way to go there is drpsycho.org. So that's D-R-P-S-Y-C-H-O. Well, Dr. John Huber, thank you so much for joining us today. I I really appreciate it. I think that this is, grief touches every single person at some point in their lives, and I think this is very important information. Absolutely. And it's a lot better topic to talk about than this paranoia created by this scary but very non-entity event that we're having. Oh, the coronavirus? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've done so many of those today already. It's just like, I was so glad. Yes, let's talk about grief. Like it's something <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again soon.
Excellent. Have an amazing day. Thank you, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So with that, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We will be right back. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is home to some of the best bargain shopping in the region. Cityware, Style for Less, and Dollar Tree, to name just a few. Friendly shop owners and staff are waiting for you to stop in for the many specials and bargains they're excited to share. The Tri-City Shopping Center is located just off I-10 between Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Make it your home for all your shopping needs, and you'll know why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. Vote Chris Goodfellow for 23rd State Senate on or before March 3rd. Principal, resilient, truthful, better qualified. Chris runs a legitimate, respected, and successful small business, and she meets a payroll every week. Chris has more community endorsements, including the California Teachers Association, California Federation of Teachers, Congressman Pete Aguilar, Senator Connie Leva, Assemblyman James Ramos, State Treasurer Betty Yee, and SEIU. Democrats know Chris is the best choice with a record 89% endorsement by many Democratic delegates. Chris Goodfellow has a lifelong commitment to equality. That's why Chris is endorsed by the Inland County Stonewall Democratic Club, the Past Democratic Club, the Yucaipa Calamesa Democratic Club, and the Redlands Democratic Club. Chris Goodfellow for 23rd State Senate. Qualified, respected, truthful, reliable. Group funded and paid for by donations of independent voters and supporters of Chris Goodfellow for 23rd State Senate. It's time to say see you later alligator to embarrassing and troublesome issues with your skin, nails, and hair with all-natural Cayman alligator oil. Cayman oil is locally made right in Louisiana, where people have been using alligator oil for centuries to treat all kinds of ailments. A drop a day of Cayman oil can help you say see you later alligator to athlete's foot, nail fungus, acne, eczema, rashes, dry skin, cuts, infections, MRSA, scars, burns, sunburns, and even ingrown hair and dandruff. If you or someone you know is tired of suffering with any of these skin, nail, and hair troubles, you need to visit mycayman.com to learn more about 100% natural, non-toxic, hypoallergenic cayman oil and get a bottle today. Say, see you later, alligator, with cayman alligator oil at mycayman.com. That's my C-A-I-M-O-N dot com. MyCayman.com. Drivers, when it's time to visit the DMV, avoid the long lines and save time by calling toll-free 833-DMV-LINE. That's 833-DMV-5463. KCAA Radio is proud to announce that the Tri-City Center in Redlands is our new home. We're fortunate to be located among some of the best businesses in the region. Among our neighbors are Ray Chiropractic, Brace Connection Orthodontist, Pain Solutions Medical Massage, Rent-A-Center, MVP Staffing Agency, Jenny Craig, Salon Centric, and many more. The Tri-City Shopping Center is located just off the I-10, between Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. The Tri-City Center is the mall with a heart. We can't be everything to everyone, or can we? The station that leaves no listener behind, KCAA. Gathered round 
and they gazed in wide wonder at the joy they had found. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone, bad to the bone. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Tobin Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. And I'm really sorry about the long lead up. I was going to come in earlier. But Tobin posted this this pun. So, okay, I'm going to read it to you. It's kind of a side gag, but I'm going to read it to you. It says, hey, 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 what? Did you know that people who take care of chickens are literally chicken tenders? I love it. It's true, though. They are chicken tenders. (laughs) Get it? Get it? They take care of the chicken. Yes, they got it. They got, and I just—I was sitting here groaning. I'm like, okay, I gotta go back. You know, gotta gotta come back from break. I got a big smile on my face because I love those kind of dad jokes slash groaners. I just love them. You totally and I used do. to drop bombs like that on our children all day long, and they would just go crazy insane because dad, stop! No, not another one. <laughs> Oh, the good old days, The Aaron. good old days. They're all grown up now, so now yeah. you have to do it to our listeners. Yes, or to Aaron at home. <laughs> Aaron's like, no. Um, so while, we were, while you were waiting, uh, while you were talking to Dr. Hubert to get him uh, on the air when he first called in, um, I just quickly introduced a story, and I wanted to go back to it, and I sent you the link here. Um, it's a, a story that CNN put out about a teen girl who beat the boys to become the first female wrestler to win her state championship. Hey, and that's awesome. It's a legit bio-female girl defeating bio-male boys. And we talked about gendered sports and some of the things that are going on in that arena because of this movement with the uh, people that are transitioning or transgender and, and how it's affecting some outcomes. And I thought this one was worthy of discussion because, you know, this is just a regular girl. She's not somebody who is transitioned or anything like that. And um, she wrestles in the 106-pound weight division. And she's been wrestling for a long time. She comes from a wrestling family. Her brothers were wrestlers. And uh, she's just doing fantastic. I didn't she, realize they had a 106-pound weight division. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember, high school kids are tiny. Oh, that's true. I mean, they're not, you know, yeah. So, Wow. So she um, she won the state, so North Carolina High School Athletic Association, which is their equivalent to RCIF. Yeah. Um, she won. She took the she took the title. Wow, and, and good for her. What's interesting is if you look at her career record since she started wrestling as a freshman, she's fifty four wins and four losses. Wow, her so technique she, must be amazing. She's phenomenal. I got to thinking about wrestling as a sport where girls could compete with boys, and I think they actually have one area of advantage there: flexibility. Flexibility. Girls are typically a lot more flexible than boys, and so when you get them in, you know, in certain positions and holds, I, I think she might be more likely to be able to get out of it because she's flexible and can wiggle and maneuver in ways that a, maybe a typical boy couldn't. But she's, she's figured it out. This girl has obviously got some really good technique, has got the muscles to do it, and, and is dominating in her weight class, and I just think it's fantastic, and I wanted to make sure that we properly so her story. what is her name heaven fitch is her name heaven fitch what a great name her what name a, is heaven what a heavenly name right? right and there's this picture of her with this ten thousand watt smile and um you know good for her i think good for her that is awesome well and girls wrestling has really taken off i'll just tell you i've got a few of my former students that are doing the girls wrestling at the high school and we actually have a a sort of a junior version of it at the middle school um uh 
where they start practicing there. So they, they were sort of introduced at the middle school and they go into it at the high school and they're loving it. So I, 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 and that was not something that happened when I was in school. I don't remember there being girl wrestlers when I was in high school, but now it's a fairly common occurrence. Hmm. So I think that's kind of interesting. Well, and I like, you know, and wrestling and unique is unique because they do have weight classes. Yes. And so, you know, that you are, you are, um, you're competing against people who are at least from that standpoint, um, similar to you. Yes. Whereas other sports don't necessarily have that. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So, because you could be a 5'9 girl, which is still a tall girl, running um, hurdles in track, but the guy who's 6'1", who's you know, next to you, yeah. um, uh, you know, he's, he's probably going to be stronger and faster. Yeah. When I think about sports like basketball, where, you know, you just mentioned height, height matters so important, so much in basketball. It's, it's why the teachers dominate our students in our teacher versus student game every year, you know? Yep. <coughs> yeah. But the kids have a lot of fun. They do. They do. But we're, you know, we literally just hold the ball up over our head. They can't even get to it. We just toss it to the next tall guy. <laughs> it's not fair, Aaron, but we, but we love it. So um, there's a really quickly, we're not going to really have a chance to dive into it. I just think it's funny. Um, uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, yeah. um, she got her goddaughter into a charter school. Now, she is a vocal opponent of Charles char- charter schools, and apparently um, she got ripped by Betsy DeVos oh. for doing that, and as she should have been. Um, yeah. So I think it's hilarious. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say locally, we've got some really good charter schools. Uh, the Sword Charter Academy is one of them. And a group of my public school teacher friends got to go there recently for a tour. And they were amazed at the stuff that was going on at the Sword Charter School because they're a leader in me school. And they're just doing some fantastic stuff. And one of my colleagues has a child that's not quite school age yet, but he went ahead and put her on a waiting list. <laughs> For SOAR. Well, and SOAR was started by public school teachers. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it's a, it's, a, it's a public charter school. I mean, it's a public school. And this is what people don't understand is most of these charter schools, they're not private schools. They're designed for the public. Anybody can go there, just like you can go to your public school. You know, they just have some freedom to do some things a little bit differently. Now, I will be honest and say there are some really bad charter schools out there, too. And so it's buyer beware. You got to really do your due diligence to figure out. <laughs> right, you know? and nobody can call the Hardy Brown Academy, for example, uh, a bad charter school. No, that's a really good one. They have incredibly good outcomes. I think yeah. we all need to be paying attention to what they're doing. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of good ones around. So you but you just have to look for them and take your time to figure out which one's good for you. I think you know, you know Betsy DeVos, Secretary uh, uh, of Education Betsy DeVos. Her point was, you know, good for me, but not for thee. She got you know. So there, the 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 idea behind and the people who are are pro charter schools. There are some that want to dismantle public education. Okay, but there's also a lot who just want the schools. They feel that competition will improve. Every school, yeah, um, and so you know they want they want people of all means to be able to send their kids to the best possible school. Yeah, exactly. So with that, we are at the end of our show for today. I'm Aaron Brinker, and I'm Tobin Brinker, and we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. What is it tonight? Please just tell me what- 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.